Welcome to a very special Money with Friends Thanksgiving episode. We are talking about what we're thankful for financially and also the advice, the financial advice that we are thankful for that made a difference for us this year. Lots of great stuff from our money friends as well and so much more on this edition of Money with Friends. Welcome to Money with Friends. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up Podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City. And from my mom's half-finished basement, where she's making bread upstairs for Thanksgiving tomorrow outside Detroit, Michigan, where we make the Stacky Benjamin Show. I'm Joe Salcihai. And I'm going to skip our regular intro because you know what? This is a very special Thanksgiving episode. So you know what? We're not talking headlines today. So I'm not going to say that. And I'm not going to do a sponsor read because we don't want to have a sponsor today. <laughs> this is this is for us. We're thankful for all of you. So Bobby and I yeah. wanted to hang out a little bit here on Facebook. And we also wanted to hang out with our friends listening to talk about some of the things that you're thankful for and talk about what we're thankful for. It's been a good year. It, it has. I'm thankful, first of all, for you for this show. Well, I'm thankful. This was a great idea you came up with. I don't know. <laughs> I'm thankful for you, as you know. You saved my bacon. I didn't have the bandwidth <laughs> to handle it, and I'm like, who's crazy enough to join us on this journey? And uh, and man, and the show's changed a lot this year. It's changed a ton. Mm-hmm. Went from Joe's kind of folksy uh, rambling to. Uh, having phenomenal thought leaders from around the, the our financial community, the broad financial community, people with all different points of view, uh, a lot more audience participation than we've had in the past. It's really exciting. We really started working on this about a year ago, and I feel like um, I'm thankful for our anniversary, which was sometime around now, but I have no idea when. I'm not that organized, Joe. But I'm thankful for the opportunity to work with you. And uh, we did not script this, but uh, I guess that's how we're starting off the show. Well, and I'm thankful you did it. I'm very thankful. I can't tell you how thankful. Uh, let's let's dive in or, you know, it's going to become a, I'm not crying, you're crying. Uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we asked a bunch of people what they're thankful for in the uh, Stacking Benjamins Facebook group. We don't yet have our own Facebook group. So we asked them uh, that. And then later in the show, by the way, we also asked our uh, Instagram friends, if we do have our own Instagram feed, we asked our Instagram friends what advice they're, they are thankful for. So I want to start off with some of these things that people said they're thankful for, because we got some really interesting stuff. Our friend Kathy said that uh, she's thankful her parents taught her by example and by explanation how to live within your means, how to be a savvy investor, and the power of compound interest, no greater gift than that. I agree with that. Now, I th- you you had great role models growing up. Um, and financially, Bobby, I, I did not, um, and I'm not saying my parents were horrible, but, uh, uh, my parents were like most parents that I hear about in the United States. We didn't talk about money. When you did talk about money, the kids had to leave the room. Um, and so my parents, I think were pretty standard. So we didn't get any of that. However, I did learn a lot about working hard from my parents and about the power of making sure you were there for the team. We're a good team player. But uh, but 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 you're much more like Kathy. I think you had great financial advice growing up. I did. Well, like you, I, you look. You were instilled with a very strong work ethic, and I think that is worth a lot because even though you can make money and you should make money investing, I think it starts with a work ethic, so you can have the money to begin with. But I am thankful that I did grow up with 
parents and grandparents, by the way, who gave me great financial advice. I love when I, there was actually a piece written um, where I gave some, I shared some advice my grandfather gave to me. It was actually in a business insider piece that stocks, the only day that a stock price matters is the day that you buy it and the day that you sell it and everything in between doesn't matter. So that was some family advice. But yeah, growing up, um, my dad and my mom always did talk to us about money and always made sure we understood uh, what we were going to spend. We did a lot of budget planning and explaining where the money went. We were accountable for the money that we were responsible for. We're going to talk about some resources. I'm sure today they'll just come up in conversation. But uh, this reminds me of the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, where uh, in that book, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, Sharon Lecter wrote it. Uh, They talk about you know, poor dad was his birth dad who had a strong work ethic, but didn't teach him a lot about money. He went out and found another dad, he calls it. Now, some people, you know, have problems with that analogy. I kind of like the fact, though, that that to some degree, we all get to pick who our mentors are and you can pick who you learn stuff from. And I think that that uh, people that didn't have the great stuff that you and Karen have, that doesn't mean if you're listening to this, that you can't go get it. Obviously, you're hanging out with us. You're getting something. Uh, hopefully, people find great resources to go get their own advice. And a lot of the most successful people do talk about that point exactly. I remember being very inspired by Tony Robbins, who had terrible family role models. And he talks a lot about the fact that everybody has different starting lines. And of course, it's tough if your starting line is not advantageous, but that is not an excuse for not being successful. You can pull yourself up and you can choose whatever mentors work for you. There's a lot out there. There's so many resources. So go for it. On a related note, uh, Nigel said, uh, thankful for financial education, empowerment over the last several years. A few weeks ago, I went back and read advice I used to get from financial advisors and my CPA. I cringed at the advice I was getting and about obvious advice they failed to give. This is interesting because I don't think, I don't, you know, somehow in the community, we, we and maybe it's because it's easy. We, it's easy to talk about bad financial advisors. I personally think that good advisors are somebody we should all have. We should all have smart people we surround ourselves with. And whenever I hear people rant against financial advisors, and Nigel's not doing this, but whenever I see people rant against financial advisors, which I see a lot in our community, I, I then look at those people's actions and they talk about the people they like to read, the people they like to follow, the people they like to, those are their advisors. So I think if you don't have good advisors, be like Nigel, go out and find good advisors. I think it's easy to complain about bad advice. I think if you're getting bad advice, uh, you have to kind of look inward and go, you know what? I've done a really crappy job of hiring people to be in my corner. I have to hire better people. Financial advisors, Bobby, I don't believe are, are all bad. I think that you stink at putting great people in your corner. Yeah, we all have agency. We all can make our choices about where we want to put our money to a large degree. Obviously, if you have a 401k and you're with a company, you are limited in what investments you can choose. But at the end of the day, we all have agency and we can all do what we want in this country, which is a great thing about America. Yeah. And that's, I mean, it's great that Nigel did that. And I'm glad that he's thankful for that. That's a good thing for 2020 for all of us. See if you can upgrade the people you surround yourself with. I love reading these really smart people. They talk about, they want to be the dumbest person in the room. You know, I love being the dumbest person in the room. And, and personally, I don't, I don't love being told I'm wrong, but I seek out people that can tell me I'm wrong. 
And I very much appreciate having those people in my corner uh, because I, yeah, I want to make sure that, um, th- that I'm moving forward at a fast pace. And to do that, I'm going to be wrong sometimes. Uh, yeah. Ch- Chuck says, thankfully, I figured it out with enough time to get my financial life straight. I'm also very thankful that we've been able to pass on the knowledge to our children who are adults now so they can start and live financially sound lives. I love this idea of passing it on, but I also love another idea how many times this year have we had people hanging out with us on Facebook or people that have written to us, Bobby, who have said, I wish I would have had this earlier, right? I wish I would have had this advice. I wish I would have had people that I could listen to. I wish I would have known there were communities out there, people talking about this stuff earlier. You can't do anything about the past, though. No, you can't do anything about the past, but you're here now. Yeah. Yeah. What's that, what's that thing? The best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago? Uh, or now. Yeah, or now. Or now. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, uh, our friends, uh, Rocky and Tori, who both have financial brands of their own. Uh, Rocky has a fantastic podcast called Richer Soul. This year, he's thankful he was able to retire from corporate life and do what he loves. I love it when I see people do what they love. Tori did the same thing. Tori also said, she said she's thankful she hit her $100,000 goal so she could quit her full-time job and do her thing, her first 100K full-time. Those are people doing, oh, yeah. those are people who are cool role, role models, you know? Absolutely. Yes. And, and you did that. And I did that. We both quit our corporate jobs to do what we love. It was because so this is are. such a cash cow. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you have built an, a business I over did. the years yes. that you were able to do because of, because you, you publicly said you were able to sell your, your financial advice business. And that was the seed money to start this business, which is stacking Benjamins and this and other things that you do. And I also was able to leave my corporate job. I talked publicly about the fact that it was a three-year ramp up to get ready to leave. It was a three-year plan before I left my corporate job. And now I have various different business lines that I work on. This is one of them. And this one is, is growing nicely. Thanks to our many friends that support the show. And I think it's a great thing that Tori, and I forget who the other person that you mentioned was. Uh, 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 Rocky Lovani. Do you know Rocky? Rocky. I don't know Rocky, but I know Tori. Yeah. And so I'm I'm thankful that I, I know Tori and thankful I will know Rocky. And uh, congratulations to both of you. What I love about both of these people is when I first met them, you could tell how strong the this goal was they had to do this full time. And they talked about it publicly, which is ownership of your goal, right? I mean, if you really, if you really want to get, get uh, real with your goals, tell everybody this is what you're doing, because then you've got this backlash. If you go backwards, you can feel it. Now, uh, I absolutely love it. But in both of these Did people, yeah, both these people have been talking about it for a long time that this is what they wanted to do. And to see them both do it this year uh, before the end of the decade is, is fantastic. Uh, Did you do that, Joe, though? Did you do that? Uh, what's Before that? Did I do that? To... Yeah. No, no, I did not. I wish I would have done that. You know, I've done that. I've done that with marathon running though, um, where I said, you know what? I'm going to run a marathon. I'm going to run X thing. Uh, right now I'm saying I'm going to weigh 175 pounds. Like that's my next thing. And once I'm at 175 pounds, then it's going to be maintain physical fitness. And what's funny is it really isn't about the 175 pounds. It's, it's more about feeling good and being able to uh, keep a high, high degree of intensity and just because I like that. You know, I like having a fast paced life. Um, but no, you're, you're right on. I did, I did not do that. Should have done that. Uh, 
Amanda says that she's thankful for a growing retirement nest egg and for the opportunity I got to go back to work earlier this year after completing a 27-month stint in the Peace Corps. How cool is that? That is very cool. I'm thankful for all the people that volunteer and for the Peace Corps. I mean, that's pretty cool as it is. We forget about that. Um, It's not something that gets as much sort of recognition as it maybe it used to, at least not in my circles. People don't talk about volunteering in a way that's a real commitment. I mean, that's just, I mean, I think you get, you, maybe you get paid a little bit, but basically you're volunteering and you're certainly giving up your life for a real chunk of time. Yeah. So I'm thankful for people that, that do that kind of stuff. It's not, it's, it's great to do the drop in volunteering that we all do and little things, but that's a big commitment of a chunk of your life. It's funny because, you know, I think a lot of people think volunteering, I don't have time to do that because I have to make ends meet. I can't tell you how many, how much I've gotten from volunteering and volunteering in times when I thought like on my way to, to serve dinners or serve my community, whatever it is, I could even remember on the way to these events that, uh, well, heck one was a couple of weeks ago, just on the way to events, I'm like, I don't have time for this. This is horrible. And then you get there and it feeds you. I mean, it's funny because we're, we're giving, but, but you also get so much. And I know it's not about getting, but, um, Man, if, if if thinking about what you get can help more people volunteer, that's great. Well, uh, I've got one more here, and then we'll transition over uh, to lessons people learn. Our friend Lori, who hangs out with us uh, quite often as we make the show, Lori said, my mom was diagnosed last Christmas with metastatic breast cancer. I'm grateful I'm in the position to help my parents out in dealing with the added health care costs. Having a handle on my finances means I'm I'm able to help out the ones who have done so much for me. I thought that was a very, very nice place to leave it. The fact that she can help her family. Um, It's funny because people think about money and how many times have you had people tell you, Oh, you talk about money all the time that like we're, I don't know, a bunch of greedy people uh, because we want to talk about money. It's not about that. It's about what Lori's talking about, about when you have this life you want to live and people that you need to help that you have the wherewithal to be able to do these, these things that are so important. Or just to make the time to, have on an everyday basis, the kind of relationships that you want to have. I can't tell you how grateful I am that I was able to transition from corporate life to now running my own business. Yesterday, I had to take a a phone call for a client and it, and then I had my son walk one block. He's now 12. So he walked one block to meet me and we were planning on going right onto the next activity. We sat down and had a little snack and we just sat there for an hour just at, you know, 3.30 on a weekday afternoon and just hung out for an hour because we could. And I was so thankful for the time I was able to spend with my son. I think it was it's really nice to have the means to be able to do that. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, just being able to, to, to spend some time with, uh, with the people around you. Yeah. Uh, well, and especially when you, you know already, mom, that the clock's ticking there, right? <laughs> you only have so much time, oh. seriously. For sure. I mean, he's, yeah, he walked a block by himself and it's going to become more and more and soon he won't need me to get him from school at all. Um, so times change, relationships evolve and it's important to have that time. And we sat there together for about an hour and he said, this was great. We should do this more. Wow. Cool. To the next activity. He actually said that unprompted. It was really amazing. So I do have some answers from our Instagram stories, which if anyone is not following us, you need to be following us at money friends pod. That's our handle at both Instagram and Twitter. And we did ask our friends on Instagram what advice they are thankful for. And I have to read the first one. I can't really tell what the name is. It's Haheep. But the 
advice, so appropriate, is invest in appreciating, and he put appreciating in all caps, assets. See what I did there? What do you think about that? I I like that. Well, it is funny because, you know, at first I thought, well, duh, but then I think how much we take that for granted that most people actually uh, invest, meaning invest our money, invest our time in depreciating assets, right? Especially this time of year, we're going to buy people a bunch of stuff that they don't want, that they don't need uh, because of this idea of the holidays coming up. And, um, and it's and all that stuff's going to depreciate very quickly. Going to depreciate very quickly. And, and it's exactly. Fu- I mean, we oh, go ahead. Well, I, I was just thinking that that it, the thing that that I find appreciates too is if I give experiences or time over time that also appreciates. Like I appreciate the the times that I've had with my parents and with my family. And I think back like five, 10 years ago, it, it it's still warm today where you ask me what I got for, you know, for the holidays five years ago. I don't remember any of that stuff, but I remember the time we spent. Absolutely. We also have clean crunchy mama says the stock market doesn't go down. Stocks go on sale. Stocks have not really been on sale much in 2019, but that's okay. But yes. that is a great way to frame it. Right. Unless you're buying cannabis stocks where there's been a huge sale this year. Uh, but a lot of other areas, no. I think if, if I think if your portfolio generally went on sale this year, you might have done it wrong. Yeah. I think most people, if you were invested in index funds, which we talk about here, actively managed can have a role too as well. It usually comes down to cost, which is another theme I want to talk about on a future show. Most people have done okay in the market, I would say, yeah. to say the least. Yeah. Good way to finish the decade. Um, from Dollar Revolution, we have learning about dependent care, FSAs, flexible spending accounts, tax-free money towards daycare. I think this is a good point because it's really important to educate yourself about the resources that are out there, often through employers, but sometimes not, that can save you a lot of money in your planning and to take the time. This is a time of year when many people have open enrollment. Take the time to understand the opportunities that you have to save and invest money through your employer and to save through taxes, pay less tax. I used to go to companies and uh, talk about their benefits with with, uh, people, talk about how to use your 401k, that kind of thing. And uh, so I worked with a lot of HR people and HR people always said that uh, always complained they would give all of these uh, benefits and people wouldn't use them. Like using your FSA, using your f- flexible spending account is so important. You can, you can get discounts on everything from uh, 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 pre-tax uh, childcare, as an example, um, uh, uh eyeglass, vision coverage, uh, some of your medical expenses. There's so many things. Um, wills, right? Uh, some some uh, flexible spending accounts contract with people that do wills for, uh, for a much reduced cost. By the way, you want to spend that money by the end of the year. The difference between an HSA and an FSA, flexible spending account money, if you've got it, guys, it's got to be spent by the end of the year. You, you don't have to claim it yet. Uh, that'll be different. That'll right. be a different timeline, but spend it by December 31st or it gets taken off the table. You saved it ahead of time, pre-tax, and it's gone. Right. It is use it or lose it. There is a new thing, very new, that some companies do give wiggle room, but you better check it, that sometimes maybe like $500 you can use until into the spring a little bit, the first quarter. 
but that's not that often and that's new. So you may, if you truly blow it, at least check it, but you just spend it by December 31st so you don't take a chance. Yeah. Um, but that's an excellent point. One thing that my husband and I signed up for, we haven't used it a lot. We did use it to update our will though a couple of years ago is that you can sign up for almost like health insurance. You can sign up for a legal plan yeah. for like a few bucks every paycheck. You have access to lawyers that will do basic things. If you have something really complicated, that's not going to be in covered completely. But literally for no additional cash, we were able to do our will through this legal service that we just paid for a, just a, such a nominal charge every paycheck. And then you have legal resources where you can get free consultations and at least have a sense of what you need to do and if and and they can point you in the right direction. So I that's one of my favorite benefits. We also have wellness benefits that we use where you can get money back if you hire even it could be even a personal trainer. Some of them will even pay part of like a fitness uh, device, like an Apple watch. They'll maybe not the whole thing, but they'll pay part of that and subsidize your wellness, which is a great resource. Should we do one more? Do we have time for well, one more? Well, yeah, but I want to bring this up. Uh, Kelly hanging out with us as we make the show says, uh, talking about this with her tax guy was a game changer. Best hour of that year. I used to try to have as many of these conversations about benefits with my clients. So somebody who's in your corner, who knows your benefits, who's not you, try to have a discussion with them before the year ends about what things do I need to take advantage of before December 31st? Uh, great use of time. Fantastic use of time, Kelly. I totally agree. One more. The last piece of financial advice that our money friends are thankful for comes to us from Sarah Vamark, and it is start with the end in mind. And I love to end on that because that goes to your goals. What's yes. your goal? Yes. I That's told, how I'm reading it, Joe. I totally agree. I thought you were reading it because somebody's trolling me because who says that 500 times over and over and over and over and over? me oh i didn't even get that oh you didn't yes, know that joe. that wasn't joe that was actually a for real money friend <laughs> yeah. that was one of our our listeners yes so but i no. think it was a no, listener was trolling me but that's good it is yeah, good because when you start with the goal you get rid of this idea that i need to beat the index that that i need to beat these arbitrary things none of that's important you can take a lot less risk meet your goal much more succinctly waste a lot less uh, uh motion um uh, spend a lot less energy reaching your goal if you just start off with the goal and work backward it makes it so much easier you don't have to know everything about everything you don't have to try to take this whole big spectrum of financial stuff and learn it all you just have to learn about the things that help you meet your goal. And it becomes, you know, instead of having to bite the whole elephant, now maybe just the leg. That's not the analogy I really wanted, but we're, we're sticking with it. So what's your favorite um, financial advice that you're thankful for for 2019? Wow. And don't, don't be cliche here. Give something specific, Joe. No, I, I should have, I should have, I should have prepped for that. You know, my favorite uh, thing that I heard this year that was kind of new to me was um, when I interviewed a guy named Ken Honda, I really enjoyed um, his book, Happy Money. And I really espoused that philosophy as much as the fire movement has been big. Um, there, are, there are pieces of that that speak to me. But this idea of if I'm generous uh, with serving others, I will never want for money. Um, and also if I have a respect for money, it's, it's generosity and respect. And I love this Eastern philosophy. It's kind of like Marie Kondo with money. 
um, where if I'm happy about money entering my wallet and I'm thankful for it, and I'm also thankful for the people in my life that I get to serve and love the fact that I get to work with people, I will always have this happy money, as he calls it. That 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 interview, I remember, just changed my 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 whole view about money, which is surprising. I'm 51 years old. I thought I, you know, I didn't think I knew everything. I'm always learning and hoping and, but, but it just blew me away. Loved it. I love that. That's very thoughtful. Okay. I'm back gonna, at you. What's I'm yours? Take that. Yeah. I think you should so, read happy money. Cause I think with the conversation, seriously, you and I have had Bobby, I think I I, that. very close to your worldview too. Absolutely. Well, we do. We we disagree on some things, but we agree on I think all of our, a lot of our values and our big picture things. We just come from different angles sometimes. But so the advice that I am am thankful for is something that really calms me down when I get stressed out. And it came from an interview I did actually, um, full disclosure with my client J.P. Morgan and a woman named Ann Lester who talks a lot about retirement planning, and she she reminded me that we can course correct that. We had look, we had a great year with the market. We don't know what's going to happen in 2020, but whatever happens, we have agency. We can course correct. You may say, Oh, my plan is to do this, but if something changes, you can adjust, you can pivot, you can change. Don't get stressed out. You'll be fine. Course correct. And it's cool. Enjoy your life. Don't overthink it. I I, I love that. That is that it's never too late to change course. You don't have to you know who says that succinctly is somebody that you know that I don't know, but you know Tony Robbins. And, uh, and, and Tony Robbins, uh, has said one of my favorite quotes, which is you don't have to be tomorrow, the person you were yesterday. We decide every day who we are. And that's very similar to what you're saying. And I love that. I love that too. Yeah, and get- I'm a big fan of Tony Robbins and uh, a lot of his work has really inspired me. Uh, he just talks a lot about making the decision to go for your goals and don't get caught up as we said earlier in the show in where your starting line was or your excuses and whatever, just do it make it happen yourself, have agency. And if things are not exactly as you planned, course, correct. I guess a fantastic place to leave it. Everybody, thank you for hanging out with us here on our Thanksgiving Day episode. We're very thankful for people, by the way, that have left us a review of the show, telling people what they're getting into in uh, Money with Friends. By the way, very thankful for the reviews lately that, that have shown that the show has changed. And it's funny, some of the reviews, I'm loving that, seeing people say, you know what? I'm loving where the show's going. So that, that's been very inspirational for us. Uh, Bobby, people want to hang out with us on Instagram to help us with future shows shows. Where do they do that? We are thankful for all of our followers on Instagram at Money Friends Pod. That is also our handle on Twitter at Money Friends Pod. And uh, you can get lots of updates on uh, what shows are coming out, what shows are taping, and also links to the uh, articles that we talk about on our non-Thanksgiving special shows at moneywithfriendspodcast.com, our website. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, Bobby. You too. This show is created and hosted by Joe Saul Cihai and Bobby Rebel, and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamins LLC, copyright 2019. Taylor Eichenberg engineered this show and Ashley Wall is the producer. For a list of our friends who appear on the podcast, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. 
As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other video or podcast without first talking to your financial advisor and that the people in this episode are here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you back here next time with another episode of Money with Friends.